KABC, Los Angeles, Orange County, a cumulus station. From the top. And ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. The 30-minute non-stop Stop. news blitz on 790-KABC starts now. Yes, prepare yourself for the 30-minute non-stop news blitz, which before we begin, I want to remind you that we'll have Mark Yergos in here. Uh, he's going to talk about Mar- uh, Avenatti, and uh, Mark Yergos, I guess, is providing some legal advice, and we'll talk about what Avenatti's defense might be. Susan Jarrett, former U.S. assistant uh, attorney, is going to come in to talk about the Russia probe a little bit, and we're going to have a report from Jim Roop regarding Paradise Families suing PG&E over pa- campfire, the campfire devastation. And our first holiday party broadcast from the Subaru Live Stage Woo-hoo! is next Thursday. At, I can't that's wait. That's the 6th at noon. Have some lunch provided by Doghouse and Holiday Spirits. See the show. Just sign up at kbc.com and you may score an invite. It's brought to you by the Subaru Share the Love event now through January 2nd. Food provided by Doghouse and the party by 790 KBC. And uh, let's get right to it. It's a 30-minute nonstop news blitz. We'll begin with that earthquake in Alaska. A 7.0 quake near Anchorage hit. Uh, it was 8 o'clock local time, so some folks were still in bed. Mm. And um, lots and lots of damage has been reported around the region. You know, roads have collapsed. Buildings have collapsed. Um, we, we're seeing footage all over TV of, uh, you know, ceiling tiles falling down in the local news station there. People, some people are trapped just because of the the road collapses there. Cars have been trapped in sections there. The epicenter was just north of Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson, according to the Alaska Earthquake Center. It violently shook the most populous region of the state as people were just setting into work and school. The tsunami warning has been called off, so that is good news. Um, But obviously, a lot of damage, and, you know, we're not sure about uh, all the injuries or if there are any um, fatalities just yet. And we are efforting Lucy Jones, the uh, earthquake lady, who, uh, whenever there's a major seismic event, gets involved. She's the one you used to see out in front of Caltech. Back in the day in Southern California, we'd have big earthquakes, but uh, hopefully she'll be able to join us a little bit later. Hopefully uh, we'll get a a full report from her. L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti is even closer to his 2020 bid for president. He says the race will be about getting blank done. Uh, (laughs) Frankly, that's a slogan I can get behind. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Finally, something that makes sense to me. (laughs) Uh, Blank, you know. Is the S word, let's just say. Mm -hmm. Uh, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti nearing a final decision about his possible 2020 presidential campaign, signaling yesterday he's thought deeply about how the Democratic Party should approach President Trump in the coming years. He says, quote, before, you know, I was thinking about it, but not as hard as I am right now, Hmm. adding that he expects to make a final decision in the first quarter of the coming year. Garcetti, of course, won re-election to a second term as L.A. mayor last year. He was among a handful of California Democrats, including Senator Kamala Harris. Uh, Representative Eric Swalwell and a billionaire activist Tom Steyer, as well as big city mayors, including New York's Bill de Blasio and former New Orleans mayor Mitch Landro, who are all mulling potential campaigns. Huh. Getting us done. I like that. Um, Let's getting get us, us done. done sounds great, but I I, wor- I worry because uh, these are not the guys that have that been getting us done. Yeah. Slogan here when you were LA yeah. mayor, yeah. you had a lot on your list. Not a lot of it's done, as far no. as I can tell. Um, this is his quote, though. He said, "People hunger for national unity. You have to give that offer." Um, he added. Uh, he added that if Trump can win the presidency, a billionaire from Manhattan, from Queens originally, but like, you know, if he can do it, we can certainly show people that we can do it in a better way. Hmm. 
He said um, well, it's going to be about winning the future and it's going to be about getting blank done. Well, I like that. Uh, but please show me some examples of getting blank done here in Los Angeles, please. Yeah, let's see. We're Homelessness was you. his first problem. They are moving on that. They are trying to do something. So I don't want to completely negate all of his efforts. Um, the problem is being identified at least much better than it was when he took office. Um, but the roads, what have we done about uh, that? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a million other Literally, million other literally a million other things that were that, again, I, I remind you that getting blank done is exactly what the populace would like because and we feel now like you hate us. <laughs> we do. We want we want stuff done. And this idea that the Democrats need to be the anti-Trump, right? Because his mm. his other message is, I'm so sick of a president who doesn't want to be a president for all of America and who doesn't want to unite. And Yeah, we all want to be united. But guess what? Uh, we don't care about being united if you actually get something done. And and I, I'm, I, I'm zeroing in what you're saying there, and I agree. The whole anti-Trump thing, how does that get anything done for us? Exactly. So stop. Just uh, uniting just, us. Yeah. I, I tell you what, we'll all get united behind you if you're getting stuff, you're getting done. stuff done. That's yes. the best way to unite. Agreed. It's not just, you know, speaking in platitudes. It's the 30-minute non-stop news blitz. Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew here on Midday Live on Talk Radio 790 KBC. We're going to break now for some traffic with Rhonda Kramer. Thanks, Dr. Drew and Lauren. We're looking now at the North 101 at L.A. Street, downtown L.A. I found a stall here in the right lane, already backed up to the 10, northbound side of the 110. At a Via Marisol, stall in the right lane here, and also southbound side of the 5 at Dittman. Ongoing road work where the right lane is taken away, and that's got you backed up now into East L.A. Southbound 5 Santa Ana Freeway just passed the 605, another crash right shoulder. Already delays from Washington. Northbound's been busy from Valley View and southbound 405 at Crenshaw. Another accident in lanes, at least the two right are blocked, and that's backed up to El Segundo Boulevard. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. Thank you, Rhonda. It's the 30-minute non-stop news blitz here with Lawrence Vaughn and Dr. Drew. Migrants that are waiting for the U, uh, for waiting at the U.S. border have begun a hunger strike while waiting for asylum. A group of asylum seekers camping out at the border have started a hunger strike to protest Mexico's efforts to block them from making their way to the U.S. Protest group part of a caravan, of course, from Central America. That seems so bizarre, doesn't it? Uh, forget bizarre. <laughs> Ryan Guderski <laughs> tweeted out. He sent this out, and he said, um, "File this under not my problem." <laughs> You're gonna. You're holding did, a did hunger it, strike because you come from a place where you're dying of hunger, allegedly, and you want to get into the U.S. So right. you're gonna starve yourself right. to force your way. And I mean, this is absurd. If you can't see that this whole situation is completely absurd, I I, I pray you don't vote in the next election. Right. And uh, did he call you Laura? <laughs> no, we had a nice little back and forth on Twitter. <laughs> you called him Brian. It was hysterical. <laughs> oh my god. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you guys. It's it's again. It's I have I am I'm actually a little softer on the whole thing than you are because I it fe I'm it makes me feel so bad for these people. I'm conflicted. I think it's horrible. I'm sorry, but if you but, have enough food available that you can go on a hunger strike, exactly. It, that's that's the bottom line. Yeah, bottom line. Thank you. Yeah. Um, also, migrants have begun to turn back because disease has become endemic in Tijuana. Hellish conditions are driving members of this caravan to finally turn their backs on the U.S. dream by self-deporting. Despite traveling as much as 4,500 miles, much of it on foot, hundreds of migrants have already accepted free flights home oh, wow. rather than stay longer in these filth-strewn sports complex that has become their temporary home in Tijuana. The health department there revealed that there are cases of migrants suffering from tuberculosis, chickenpox, skin infections, and now a risk of hepatitis due to this squalid Oh, conditions. you missed one. You missed one. AIDS. Four, uh, four cases was, of AIDS. Yeah, yeah. And so... Uh, Fun times. Yeah, good times. I mean... 
So they and, and who knows what other sorts of viral outbreaks there could be here. And then there was, you know, hospitals sort of. You, you know what? I, I, you can't set up a tent and and try and deal with a tuberculosis outbreak. No, that's what I'm know. saying. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking to myself: these this San Borders people, the the uh, yeah. Pueblo San Sin Fronteras. Sin Fronteras they provided hospital and medical care on the way up. But, hey, guess what? When you then put all these people in a concentrated area and then you don't provide health care, you should be held accountable for that. Well, Tijuana is like, uh, hello, now it's our problem. Now our residents are going to be sick. Yeah, it's true. In other news, Trump uh, has said previously that he had absolutely no dealings with Russia. Mm -hmm. I have no dealings with Russia. But now he claims, yeah, I had dealings with Russia. Everybody knew about them. (laughs) We kept saying no collusion, right? No, he said no dealings. What? Yes. Everyone knows he's had dealings. Of course. And now he says everybody knew about him. Since early 2017, President Trump has dramatically moved the goalposts about his dealings with Russia, shifting from I have nothing to do with Russia, no deals, all the way to acknowledging Thursday that his company was in fact trying to build a project in Moscow during the campaign, but claiming everybody knew about it. Trump's position has changed as more information has emerged about the contacts both his campaign and companies with Rush- had with Russians during 2015 and 2016. Trump's longtime lawyer, of course, Michael Cohen, agreed to a plea deal with special counsel Robert Mueller that acknowledges he made false statements to Congress about the Trump organization's dealings with Russia. Well, more to be revealed. I, I'm, I'm so, you know, I, I watched the rest of the Monica Lewinsky thing last time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really... I can't see it. I have to buy it. I, I bought it for two bucks a, a, oh, okay. an episode. Yeah, I had to do that too, but it was worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. And uh, you, one of the things that, that later in the later episodes you get, uh, aside from the, the incredible creepiness of Bill Clinton, is um, the rapaciousness of uh, these independent counselors. And it really calls the whole th- process into question a little bit. N- not in any kind of partisan way, just to sort of show. not a partisan way when you get down to it? Well, because if you if you are a Democrat, you would look at what was being reported in this series and go, "Oh my God, that's right. Ken Starr was out of control. He was just on a you know witch hunt and stuff like that." And then the word witch hunt was used multiple times, sure. and it makes you think about what's going on today. So I would argue that it cuts both ways. You're right. You, I you, see. You you could interpret depending it, on what side you could you're interpret on. it in a partisan way, but it was not set up that way. So I, I hope people will just look at it objectively and go, "Geez." It's interesting when you give a bunch of federal prosecutors unlimited power, they can they can run amok a bit. Yeah. They they keep going until they find something. And that doesn't mean it's good or bad at Mueller. It's just saying interesting that this happened once before. A Democrat and Me Too activist um, was apparently drunk and overly familiar with her male staffers, but apparently there's no evidence that she groped anyone. This according to a new report. We're talking about California State Assemblywoman Christina Garcia who was apparently overly familiar, whatever that means, with a former Remember legislative this? male Remember staffer. Remember this whole story? We were reporting yes. on it back a year ago, yeah. Um, this is according to an investigator in a letter this week from Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon. Uh, an investigator found that this California Democrat, Garcia, who was at the forefront of the Me Too movement, was overly familiar with a male former legislative staffer who accused her of misconduct. But there's not enough evidence to substantiate allegations that she groped Daniel Fierro at a 2014 legislative softball game in Sacramento. The findings were outlined in a letter which says the assembly speaker will take appropriate remedial action. Rendon's letter outlined the findings, saying investigators concluded she was inebriated, grabbed Fierro's arm for support and put her hand on his back. It said she was overly familiar hmm. in a way she would have not have been if she was sober. Hmm. Um, well, stop throwing drunk softball games. 
it, it really it brings into the issue what is overly familiar versus overly familiar because she grabbed onto him because she was no, drunk. But if was she overly flirtatious or and and by that, the way, yeah, what, see, it doesn't say. Yeah, it, and, it, and, and what it's is hard that? when you just get a transcript like these. She put his arm on his back. Unless you're really seeing what's going on, like I'm sure if you're in the room, you're like, oh, what's going on? So there? would you and I agree that? People being friendly and flirtatious and whatever could yeah. could look a little bad, could be a little uncomfortable, could, could be a little inappropriate, but it doesn't reach quite no, the level of, yeah, right. No, okay. and as long as she wasn't, like, holding meetings with him and right. saying, yeah, guess what, you'll go far in this town if yeah. you do what I... No. I mean... And, and I, may, may have made him, maybe she had a lapse of judgment, but sure. was not... Didn't she drank cross, too much. Yeah, it didn't cross a line. But the other problem I have, and I feel guilty for, is no companies are now canceling their Christmas parties because of the Me Too movement. That makes sense. They're just like, hey, we don't want the legality I of someone that. getting drunk at a party and doing something it. inappropriate. Yeah, that's the way it goes. But I that's mean, it's sad. It's sad, but I get it. I, don't you? I get it, but yeah. I mean, I just, I think getting drunk at a party and maybe making a few comments, yeah, it's not great, but it, it's not the same level as a predator in our midst, that is correct. You know, I agree. Constantly using, but, but it's interesting. Abusing power. It, it's just interesting how we are trying to get an well, equilibrium. We're just, I think we we're trying to get it. so much now into this Me Too movement, right? Yes, yes. And uh, some of it makes me sad. That's all. Yes, but it, but it's 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 much. We, we used to have much more heated conversations about this four or five months ago, and and both of us, if you remember, kind of came to the same place, which was this is the process. We're coming to an equilibrium. Right. So we're the working it through. Yeah. We're just working yeah. it through. And I think we are. I think we are. Uh, good news if you're in the market to buy a home. Southern California home sales are on the decline, hitting their lowest level in seven years. Hard to believe when I still look at the prices out there. But California, Southern California home sales tumbled 7.5% in October just from a year earlier, extending a broad slowdown in the housing market, according to a new report released Thursday. Last, month's, last month was the third straight month of declines. And the 19,193 homes that sold were the lowest number for an October since 2011, before the housing market took off on its multi-year upswing. But there's been no change in price, really. Is that true? Do we know? Yes. Prices have also come down? Prices are coming down. Oh, I, uh, I thought it was just sales that were coming down. Sales are coming down. Because price can stay steady. Uh, you know, the th 17% of LA County listings on Zillow had at least one price cut. Ooh, that's a big deal. Yeah. I think that's a bigger deal than the, the sales slowing. Well, it, it takes the slowing to turn down the prices. I mean, that makes well, that's, I mean, well, yeah, less. Right. That's, well, that, what, I, what, what I was thinking was, well, maybe the price slowdown's coming next, but we're in it. Uh, it's coming, yeah, for sure. We're in it. We're um, in. Which is good news for me, because yeah, I time. sold my house I'm at the peak, smart. and now I'm going to buy when it's left. Well Hopefully. done. If, I, if everything goes okay. This is the, one of the most terrifying stories of the day, in case you aren't still dealing with daily nightmares from, from our news cycle. The military is now warning about an EMP attack, which could wipe out America, democracy, and the entire world order. Jeez. What's an EMP attack? It's an electromagnetic defense... Pulse, right? Yeah, electromagnetic pulse weapon attack. Yeah. Such as those developed by North Korea, Russia, and Iran. And they could essentially wipe out the United States, kill or displace millions, even force jets to drop from the sky. What the hell? This is what? based on a report from the Air Force's Air University and provided to secrets. And uh, here's just a few things that will prevent you from sleeping tonight. According to the Air Force, 99 nuclear reactors would likely melt down without electricity to cool them. Mm -hmm. 4.1 million would be displaced from areas around those nuclear plants as the radioactive cloud spread. 
and military and commercial jests uh, would fall from the sky. Alarmingly, Jesus. aircraft designed to carry large numbers of people and sizable cargo are allowed to operate without certainty about their level of resilience. Mm. Bases would be cut off, making defense and counterattacks impossible, and civil unrest would start in mere hours. So I'm a little confused. Is is uh, the the pulses I thought would just break down the electrical system, right? Correct. So right. these are all things that run on electrical systems. Right, and, and so all our computer stuff would yep. stop. Technology and, uh, would know. be dismantled. Okay. Uh, long-term loss of electrical power due to loss of emergency generators, yeah. sewage, fresh water, banking, no, landlines, cellular service, vehicles, all gone. Well, listen, there's at least three different ways they could attack us on our grid. But be that as it may, the way they report this, it sounded like people are going to be, like, blown out of their houses or something. Like, Well, was, they will if no, you live near a nuclear reactor. Well, <laughs> fair enough. It just sounded <laughs> like the really. fantasy was that somehow that these pulses were going to push, you know, They will. Knock, I mean, you think you about everything streets. that runs on a lot of No, no, no. I, I, get the, I get the second uh, order It will thing. be Armageddon. I get it. Jets uh, are falling out of the sky, Dr. Drew. Well, you have to figure... That our defense system has must be counting on some sort of um, attack. Well, on according system, to this right? report from the Air Force, they're like, we ain't ready. We're not ready, but we're, I mean, they we have ain't to got a defense system yet. But what they're saying is it will uh, prevent our defense system from functioning. Yeah. From functioning. Hey, you can't. How can you even launch missiles? Yeah, new nightmare time, everyone. EMP attack. <sighs> Former CBS CEO Les Moonves may lose his 120 million payout after a new bombshell report came out. When he stepped down as CEO of CBS in September amid allegations of sexual harassment and assault, uh, Moonves was still eyeing his $120 million payout, and now he may stand to lose it. That's the amount the company put aside in a trust for his severance, and if it was found, he was fired without cause. But, according to a new report in the New York Times, he tried to silence a potential accuser by offering her small parts on CBS TV shows and deleted a year-long series of damaging texts, which experts say could be seen as impeding internal investigations into his behavior. Uh, the fact that he was going to get this $120 million payout made me furious in the first place. If you're, if, you know, yes. if they've already proven that these were, these were serious true. allegations, then why would you get a payout like that in the first place? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, an interesting uh, fight is brewing in an Iowa jail. 58 inmates there are suing the state in federal court, seeking $25,000 each in damages because... They claim they've been denied their constitutional right to pornography in the prison system. The lawsuit was filed in district court in Des Moines, and it seeks to overturn this new state law that has shut down designated pornography reading rooms. They had designated pornography reading rooms, everyone. Just let that sink in for a moment in Iowa prisons. I mean, I, I knew they had it and they were using it, of course. Why not? But to have a designated room for them to use it? Well, I guess it's... That, that must be fun for the guard in that room. Oh, but Oof. it's better than having them do it, I guess, in their, in their spread out all over the place. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just saying. I don't know. I don't know which is you worse. You think they don't? I, I mean, don't like to think about it. The ban includes Playboy magazine, such a classic, which has long oh. been allowed in the state's nine prisons. Uh, the plaintiffs who are inmates at Fort Dodge Correctional Facility, and uh, one of which is 70 years old, serving a life sentence for the stabbing death of a woman. The suit claims the law it was enacted under the guise of morality and blames religious tyrants who have no regard for the u.s constitution or declaration of independence <laughs> they want their porn listen i say give them their porn i, yeah. I think this is going to be a hell of a lot worse if you well, cut you, them you, off i would think you don't want a bunch of frustrated inmates well do you? right i mean the aggression that can get built up i'm just yeah, saying uh, yeah. I, I i don't know that this is a safe route is this go. a particular 
prison or state or is it, yeah iowa Iowa. It's in des moines okay all right well good luck guys the chief of nasa says within 10 years we will have continuous manned presence on the moon NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine says the U.S. is within 10 years of having a continuous man-moon presence, which will lay the groundwork for expanding space exploration to Mars. They are building a space station there. They call it Gateway. It's going to be in orbit around the moon. Think of it as a reusable command module where we can have human presence in orbit around the moon. And from there, we want reusable landers that go back and forth to the surface of the moon. Sounds like Elon Musk type idea. Yeah, we think we can achieve. But what? Um, what? Why? What do we need on? The <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Are we Lawrence Vaughn, Doctor Drew, Midday Live, Talk Radio Seven Ninety KBC. Time for a little traffic with Rhonda Kramer. Thanks, Dr. Drew and Lauren. Westbound side of the One Hundred One Freeway, right at Van Nuys Boulevard, finding a crash in your left lane. Busy already back toward Laurel Canyon, and also on the northbound One Hundred One in downtown L.A. and around L.A. Street, just clear to stall from lane. Still very busy leaving the ten. Northbound side of the 110 via Marisol, another stall in the left lane here. Southbound side of the 5 at Dittman, leaving East L.A. Ongoing road work here during the midday. The right lane's blocked back up is to East L.A. And South 405 before Crenshaw, also working with an accident. Two-rider blocked, and that's backing up to about El Segundo Boulevard. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC. Thank you, Rhonda. It's Midday Live. Lawrence Vaughn and Dr. Drew on Talk Radio 790 KBC. Uh, listen, everybody, for your chance to win a family four-pack of tickets to Nuts Mary Farm. Holiday spirits shines even brighter at Knott's Berry Farm this year. Get it? Knott's Merry Farm. <laughs> Taking place now through January 6th. Knott's largest Christmas display. It features a full park transformation, transformation, including all new seasonal decor, Christmas Crafts Village, nightly snowfall in Ghost Town, plus much, much more. Your chance to win is all week on 790 KBC. And now it's the 30-minute Nonstop News Blitz. By the way, I'm I'm gonna stop breathing. I, I'm I literally feel like that we're in an experiment where they cut off the oxygen. Yeah, it feels very. It is 112 in degrees why, in here, why is it so hot and there's no stuff? oxygen. So we're gonna have to literally open the door to the outside world. What are they trying to do experiments on? There us? we go. Thank you. Right, it's stuffy in here. You feel this? Yeah. yeah. I feel but no, it's gotten like crazy in here. No, I feel like we're in a sauna. All right, so 30 minute nonstop news blitz. E-scooters are sending dozens of people to emergency rooms, and now they're saying the companies are hypocritical when it comes to safety. Mm. Apparently, safety is the top priority of every scooter company because their websites and promotional materials are quick to point that out. User agreements of Lime and Bird, for example, even specifically mention the helmet requirement and have decals on the scooters to remind riders. But Helmet requirement? Yeah. Huh. People aren't First wear I've them. heard that. I've well, heard them a number of times. Yeah, they say we recommend, you know, recommend. You should, sure, we you should ride this using a helmet, but no one's carrying around helmets. Did you wear one when you went? No, uh, I don't have a helmet. You were in heels. I was in heels with a handbag on my phone. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people are showing up in emergency rooms. In fact, in Austin alone, one emergency room is seeing ten injuries per day because of these scooters. The hospital ER told. Uh, this website, the site estimates injury rates could be in the thousands with examples of broken arms, major head injuries, and extensive bruising. Examples from doctors in San Francisco and Denver are giving the same type of information. Um, it's dangerous also because as a driver, I know you don't see them coming, you know, like they, they just like pop out from yes, around a corner yes, and you're I like, whoa, jeez. And I noticed it seemed like... And those little bells they have don't do anything. Oh, if you have a radio going, you're not hearing They're it. just like going a little too fast to be safe as they come around busy right. corners yeah. and things. And, and what I've noticed, I believe in Culver City, they're getting, it seems like they're giving tickets for riding them on the sidewalks. Because I see them now on the but streets. you can't ride them. It's, they're not really safe to be riding along with cars. They're not it's fast in, enough to keep up with traffic. It's disturbingly unsafe to watch them on the streets. I, very uncomfortable. You don't get a ticket for bike riding on the sidewalk. You, people do that cities, all the time. Some cities you do. 
City, mm. thank you, City Calm of South down. Pasadena. When yeah. I was a kid, used to cite me for writing oh, the sidewalk. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. You were such a rebel. Mm. Rule breaker. Yeah. Parents are getting much more adventurous with their baby food, apparently. Babies as young as six months old are tucking into food like pate, kale, and olives, which many adults find difficult to manage. Um, <laughs> results show mothers and fathers are eschewing traditional recipes and bland solids like mashed banana in favor of more adventurous offerings like curry, quinoa, and lobster. I don't know. Do, aren't babies' tummies like not <laughs> as know. developed? I don't know they that they can not. handle all that. They do, cannot. That's the point. Why are they? Why are they giving them that stuff? I don't know. Pate? It's not good. Who's doing this? Kale? I don't think they can digest Who that. Who is kind doing of stuff. this? Well, the study was done in the UK. Apparently, oh. UK. Oh, thank you. Ooh, look at that a fan. Oh, oh my God. wow. I feel like way Beyonce better. Now. Oh, my goodness. That is, it's our only fan. Thank oh, you for great. that. Great. We have a fan now. Awesome. We I mean, a fan of the show. No. Okay. <laughs> we have a fan. <laughs> I get it. I get it, Dang. Uh, apparently, in Florida, a couple was running an illegal dentist office out of a, a bus. Hmm. They they used a bright red bus with a cartoon child on the side as their home for their illegal dentist practice. Hmm. Let me tell you something, folks. If your dentist is inside a school bus and you're unsatisfied with the service they provide, that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. And, and is it possible that they were trying to do something good? They yeah. allegedly uh, drew illicit business when they posed as new patients that need... Oh, I'm sorry. That's how they caught. They posed uh. as new patients that needed a dental checkup. The alleged dental duo was charged with practicing health care without a license. Oh, and that's not good. Uh, they got an additional charge of prescription possession with uh. intent to sell or deliver. They were not licensed dentists. Oops. Well, it could have been something good. They could have been doing an outreach, but if sounds, they were dentists, if they were dentists, yes, if they were dentists, yeah, I, they didn't have any awards up on the wall of the bus. Awards, so the, awards. I'm sorry. What do you call them? Diplomas. Diplomas. <laughs> Those are they awarded you. A they diploma. gave me an award when I finished college. They awarded you the diploma. <laughs> um, a cure for HIV is apparently in sight as science chases this holy grail. That's amazing news yeah, more good. than 50 years after it jumped Ooh. the species barrier and became one of the most devastating viruses to affect mankind hiv remains a stubborn adversary treatment has improved dramatically over the past 20 years but people who are infected will remain so for the rest of their lives and they have to take one pill daily at one time it was a cocktail of 30 so we're all moving in the right direction oh listen but and a the, cure uh, would be incredible I, but i'm telling you we you know so the medicines we have now are far less side effects much more easy to tolerate they often come in a single pill once a day and uh, it's a miracle it's a miracle that a disease was discovered identified the epidemiology worked out a causative agent discovered and effective treatments developed in, in the course of a decade it was unprecedented in the history of medicine and the idea that now we may have we may have vaccines we may have full cures and it has fueled uh really a uh, renaissance, not even renaissance, a full-on uh, bonanza in the area of treating viral illnesses. I mean, we now have a mar- much better understanding of these things. Can we put our, can, take our hats off to our crack production staff, oh Yanira and, and Bernard, who sent in Arctic Air. Yeah, they sent in fans and things, and it is a thousand percent better. We thank you for that. The talent needs to have the right climate. We can't do our jobs if we're uncomfortable, and they know <laughs> they're not dumb. In uh, file this under ridiculous lawsuits, Hawaiian snacks potato chips are being sued for not being Hawaiian. Oh, come on. <laughs> Hawaiian snacks, like all other products produced by the Pinnacle Foods subsidiary, 
are made in a factory located uh, in Algona, Washington, 2,670 miles away from Honolulu. But if you look at the packaging, it says special batch Hawaiian potato chips. So someone decided they were being duped Mm. and they decided to file a lawsuit. Through false and deceptive labeling, packaging, and advertising, Pinnacle intentionally misled consumers into believing that Hawaiian snacks are made in Hawaii and from local ingredients. At that. Um, Because consumers are more likely to pay more for their locally sourced snacks. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Yeah. The other uh, curious story I found that I just lost is... Tell me, what's it about? Okay, so do you know what the app Grinder is? Yeah. It's a dating app. For, well, I don't even know if you call it a dating app. It's a hookup app for uh, the gay community, yeah. mostly. It's sort of, it, they, they got to the, some of this stuff before the, the heterosexual oh, yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very quick situation. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, there's someone on the other side of the restaurant that wants to have sex with you right now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the app's president says marriage is between a man and a woman, and as you can imagine... Causing quite a controversy among the clients of Grinder, um, he the president wrote this on his Facebook page that he believes marriage is a holy matrimony between a man and a woman, and of course backlash ensued um, because all of the clients of Grinder are basically homosexuals, and I would assume they believe that homosexuals have a right to marry. Hmm. His remarks, which he originally originally wrote in Chinese but later translated to English, were published Thursday. He acknowledged his post in a comment responding into the article but said it was he was a supporter of gay marriage. The reason I said marriage is a holy matrimony between a man and a woman is based on my own personal experience. I am a straight man married to a woman I love and I have two beautiful daughters I love from the marriage. We're and this is how I feel. Leave his statement right there. Oh. Yeah, we ran out of time for that guy. Thank you, Lauren, for the thirty minute nonstop news blitz. This is a midday live talk radio seven ninety K A B C report from Jim Roop after we're hearing a little bit of uh, news from Liz Warren. The next 30-minute non-stop news blitz is at 4 with Jillian Barbary and John Phillips on 790-K-ABC, where the news watch never stops. K-ABC News, live and local at 1230. I'm Liz Warner. Tsunami warnings are now canceled after a major earthquake rocked Anchorage, Alaska this morning. The the U.S. Geological Survey says a 7.0 magnitude quake struck just north of the city. That was followed by a 5.8 magnitude quake under the city and some smaller shakers. No injuries are reported, but photos and videos posted on social media show buckled roads, smashed jars on the floors of supermarkets, and students taking cover in school. Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz says the mood on the ground is fairly calm. This was a big one. There's no question about it. It certainly got everyone's attention, knocked over a lot of bureaus and and uh, caused damage. But I think, by and large, Anchorage people are strong and resilient. We've got a great community here. People are looking after one another. A baby who was surrendered at a Tustin fire station has been reunited with the firefighters who found him. His adoptive father, Javier Salazar, thanked the Orange County Fire Authority as well as Noah's birth parents. I just wanted them to know that he's safe and he's happy and that they don't have to worry about if they did or didn't make the right decision because they did. 
Firefighter Linda Brown was handed the newborn at Station 21 on December 19th last year. She then took Noah to a local hospital so he could find a family, and he was recently adopted by his foster parents. Under California law, a child can be surrendered at fire stations within three days of their birth. Talk Radio 790 KABC Sports. Kings lost to the Oilers last night. Tonight, they're on the ice with Calgary. And the Ducks play Carolina tonight. In football, UCLA faces off against LMU this weekend. Sunday football, the Rams are playing the Lions. And the Chargers are in Pittsburgh. That's sports on 790K ABC. Your traffic, your market check, weather, and more. Dr. Drew Midday Live next. KBC News Time at 1232. Stop. KBC has dependable traffic when you need it the most. Sponsored by True Car, West 101 Van Nuys. Have an accident clearing from the left lane, slowing now from Laurel Canyon and East 134 San Fernando. Another accident here with the middle lane blocked and already backing up through Buena Vista. Northbound side of the 110 via Marisol at a stalled vehicle. Just cleared that a few minutes ago from your left lane. Be careful on the South 5 at Dittman for ongoing midday road work in the right lane. Well, that now backing up into East L.A. Southbound 405 Crenshaw was an earlier accident. Everything cleared. That's now recovering, coming away from about Rosecrans. Looking to buy a car? Online shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for the car you want and see what other people paid for it too. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790K ABC. Here's your 790K ABC market check. The Dow is up 177 points. The S&P 500 is up 20 points. And the NASDAQ is now down 47 points. KBC Southland weather. Mostly cloudy today. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. Tonight, partly cloudy. And then it'll be clear after midnight. Lows in the upper 40s to the mid 50s. 64 degrees in Porter Ranch, 66 in Huntington Beach, and 64 degrees in downtown Los Angeles. 790 KABC is easy to use. Get podcasts and live streaming programs at kbc.com and in HD at 95.5 FM HD3. And of course, booming on 790 AM. I'm Liz Warner, KABC News. Lowe's is closing their Irvine, California store located at 13300 Jamboree Road. Hurry in for huge deals on appliances, tools, flooring, holiday decor, and more. This location is closing, but they're still here to serve you at nearby locations and online at Lowe's.com while supplies last. See store for details. KBC News, sponsored by Lowe's. Now. And win! 790KBC welcomes the Comedy Store Festival benefiting the California Fire Foundation. Starring Mark Marin, David Spade, Liza Schlesinger, Bobby Lee, and more. I'll be hosting. Fraser Smith will be hosting. It is at the Fonda on December 15th. Tickets are on sale now, but call number 7 at 800 222 Win a pair of tickets to the Comedy Store Festival benefiting the California Fire Foundation at the Fonda Theater, December 15th. Call now. Tickets furnished by Golden Voice. Midday Live, Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, it is Billy Idol's birthday. In a few minutes, we're going to have Mark Garagos in here. He is uh, advising uh, Mr. Avenatti, who is uh, having his own legal woes. Uh, Mark Garagos is going to give us his opinions about that. I believe we have Jim Roop available. Is that uh, accurate, Jim? No? Oh, he's going to be calling me. Okay, so Jim will be giving us a report on the Paradise families suing PG&E over the campfire destruction. 
Um, got your calls as well at 800-222-5222. Our train conversation yesterday got everybody all worked up. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. People were getting... Yeah. I think we were misunderstood. We were misunderstood. Yes, we were misunderstood. People think that we're somehow reactionary and anti-technology and we're like, oh, these kids with their darn trains. No. But it did. We would love nothing more than actual high-speed rail It to be did built. make me think about the way the government does business. And I thought, you never hear any more. Back, you know, 50, 70 years ago, governments would run contests to get the business. Who has the greatest idea? You know, yeah, who, send out bids. Who, who has the greatest technology? What are the bids? You know, what's, what's it going to cost? How, how are you going to bring it in? And now it's uh, who comes in and greases my palm and gets my attention by meeting with me by paying into my uh, uh, re-election fund. That is not... That is not and a that's, way. That's, of course, the recipe for a disaster. Money out of politics. I don't understand how anybody could not be behind that. Uh, let's I'll get tell a, you who's not behind it. Yeah, the ones that. Well, <laughs> I'm not even sure the ones that go up there with the checkbooks. No, the are, people with the money. I'm not they sure they want to know the, that they can pay their way into influence. But think about this. I, now, you may be correct. I'm not saying you're wrong. But what I'm saying is, I don't know anybody that I don't know personally anybody that doesn't go. Yeah, it's awful. Even people, even, when I first heard about it, it was in the CalPAC thing for doctors, where I was like, yeah, let's go meet with the senators. And they were like, oh, no, you can't unless you bring a checkbook. I'm like, what? I was shocked. And they're like, yeah, that's the way it goes. That's the way they, it goes. But and they have the, no, they have the checkbook, a... but they're not happy about it. So, But they are. I mean, there's an entire industry of lobbying that's made up of— I guess they're happy with it. Yeah, that's I guess so. They're made up that's of— That's who's uh, there voting They're made up of Manafort's, though, and exactly. I thought we were done with it. Let's, exactly. get, let's get Jim Roop in here and talk about the Paradise family suing PG&E. Jim, welcome. Uh, thank you very much. I like that. Uh, would you say Manafort? Would, would you, yeah, I call them. I don't know, Manafort types or something. Manaf yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was very. Interesting. That's who they are, and that's. Yeah. I, I thought Manafort yeah. would be the sort of lightning rod or sort of so the the crucible for correcting course, but no, no. They just they sort of look at him and go, ah, yeah, that's the way those guys behave. That's now it. he's become an adjective. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, you, you know the uh, this whole thing with PG and E. P this goes back really to 2010 with the San Bruno pipeline explosion. Eight people died there. Uh, PG&E's pipe blew up. Then last year, uh, and, and there's been other issues, but last year specifically, PG&E was uh, responsible, found responsible for a dozen of the wildfires last year. And then it's believed that they have some role in this one. Not, no cause has been determined just yet. However, it is believed because of what the reports have been and what they admit to having an issue right around the time and origin of the uh, of the campfire uh, that they had a role in this particular fire with 88 deaths now. By the way, the good news is the death toll is holding there. Yeah. At least it has for the past four days. Yeah. So, so now, along with all the lawsuits, there's a call to to the California Public Utilities Commission to break up PG&E, either break it up completely or let it go bankrupt, and then the state buy it, take it over. Wow. Um, it's believed that if the profit incentive is taken away, that the more attention would be paid to safety. Uh, there'd be more money spent on the well, infrastructure. Wait a minute. You mean the government running it again is going to be more <laughs> well, efficient it, it and better? Be the, we wouldn't be the only state to do that. There are uh, Half the states in the in the country uh, are, are have the... Uh, uh, Run the power hmm. in in their in their area there. So well, of uh, course, again, California is notorious for being a efficient, well-run operation. Just look at that. <laughs> just look at that train they're putting together. Look at the, how they do that. 
Do I sense a little? Yes. Yes. He's <laughs> laying it on pretty thick, yeah, Jim. So, go. Jim, I, I'm going to have you hold on a second. I want to hear more about this because we, we, we keep talking about one of the questions I have is why the insurance commissioner, the, the what do they call it, public utilities commission, why the PUC is not on the hot seat more for all this, or maybe they are in this suit as well. I'm curious about that. Uh, they're the ones that allow things to get to where they are. And by the way, they're the ones that would take this thing over if the thing goes back into the government. It's Lawrence Fine, Dr. Roots, Midday Live. We're talking to Jim Roop. It's Talk Radio 790 KBC. Our number is 800-222-5222. If you'd like to be part of the conversation here on Talk Radio 790 KBC. Has dependable traffic when you need it the most. Westbound side of the 101 freeway and around Van Nuys Boulevard. Had an accident cleared a little while ago. Still remaining delays from Laurel Canyon and East 134. At San Fernando Road, a middle lane block with an accident delays here from Buena Vista. Eastbound side of the 10, right around Arlington, this is Stalin Lanes. Busy starting before Robertson now in southbound 5 at Dittman. Ongoing midday road work in the right lanes, got traffic backed up into East L.A. And south 405 before Crenshaw, earlier crash cleared. That starting to recover was busy coming up from Rosecrans. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. Shuggy Otis's birthday. Rhythm and Blues, 800-222-5222. We're talking to our friend Jim Roop, who has been discussing with us the families of the Paradise Fire who are suing PG&E over the campfire destruction. And before the break, my question to Jim was, why are they not going after the uh, PUC, the Public Utilities Commission, which is actually the one that's supposed to be overseeing PG&E and right. really determines the the sort of the the boundaries within which that business operates. Well, the PUC is not named in any of these lawsuits, but they are under attack. In fact, at a at the first PUC uh, um, CPUC meeting since the fire broke out, protesters were there uh, yelling and screaming about the fact that the uh, PUC has um, has allowed the uh, PG&E and Southern California Edison, by the way, to pass the costs of these fires. On to the ratepayers. Well, hold on now. Pass the. Do we already know what that is? Not yet. Oh, they're but they're going you're, to be. You're able talking to... about all the money that they have to pay out in lawsuits, well, this, settlements. Yeah, and that's else? what concerned me. So, yeah. with all these families that are going to sue PG and E, just means that they're going to increase the rates for everybody under PG and E. Yeah. So they're paying themselves. Oh basically my God. What these, wow. So, so they're they're under they're under fire for that, and uh, the commissioners should be fired for that. The, well, okay. you never know. Uh, you know these, the, these folks on these commissions. Um, you know they're they're responsible for a lot. Now they could restructure PG&E. They really could. There's a lot of things they can do. But Michael Picker, who's the president of of the California Public Utilities Commission, said, you know, this is like trying to to reconstruct a, an airplane in mid-flight. You can't crash the plane to fix it. You have to let it fly. Uh, so what he basically means by that is, yeah, what, is, yeah, we're, I was like, what, what does he mean? We're, we're going to we're not going to break up the PG&E. We can't just break it up or let it fail, uh, because then everybody's affected. Uh, no one gets electricity. Yeah, we have to fix this thing while it's still working. Now it's slow, and, and they're p patting themselves on the back because we've already implemented several. Uh, safety features and we're going to do more but those features that they're implementing 
are from two th- are from eight years ago from the Sam Bruno incident. Uh. It's not any of the recent safety issues that PG and E is has been uh, has been under or investigated for. The investigation just is ongoing. It is such a slow process that it is absolutely frustrating. And what many people are saying is, don't bail these guys out. Mm-hmm. You know, stop doing that. Let let us. You know, what was one of the chants? Uh, democratize our energy. Yeah. You know, don't bail out PG&E. Democratize our energy. Wow, because it's gonna... really costing the taxpayers way too much money. Well, but and not... is it costing the taxpayers or the customers? Well, I'm sorry, ratepayers. Yeah, yeah the customers. Ratepayers yeah. rather than taxpayers. I'm sorry. It's going to, but trust me, it's going to cost the taxpayers. Well, lots of money when they get their pay- hands on uh, many it. Many of them are both. Yeah. yeah. Every rate. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> thank you very much. You got that. <laughs> uh, but that's that's such a, a frustrating issue, and for the people up there who are suffering wildfire after wildfire. After wildfire because of PG&E's failed transmission equipment or down power lines, you know, and this whole new thing where now in, in a wind event they're going to shut the power down. People don't like that either. Uh, but the high winds is what brings a lot of power lines down. They didn't do it for the campfire. At least they were late on it. They admitted they didn't do it. So they're responsible for that. Mm-hmm. If they're if the investigation does and the fire department says, or CAL FIRE rather, says, yep, Here's the cause of the fire. It's a down power line right here or a faulty transmission uh, transformer here. So if that is if that does happen, PG&E is going to go bankrupt. I mean, it really, really will. It, it, it's yeah, of course way it too is. many lawsuits, yeah. way too much uh, infrastructure fixing they have to do, and they're, and they're not going to pass it on. At least the ratepayers are saying, don't pass it on to us. You know, let us have the state take this thing over, take the profitability uh, factor out of it, and maybe we can have a decent... It's the largest utility in the state, mm. PG&E. There's so, got to be a more efficient way to do this than letting it fail. There's got to be. I'm just saying, right? I mean, No, you're right. There, there really honestly has to be, but that's what the commission's supposed to be for. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's you what know? makes us that's why, that's why I don't understand why that's not where the pressure is being applied. That, that's what confuses me. There's just not a, there is pressure. There's just not enough. Yeah. I mean, shutting down the PUC meeting doesn't help anything. Mm. Shouting at them so that they can't talk doesn't fix anything. And, you know, I'm tired of hearing public comment. Because public comment is public comment, but rarely any is there any action on that public. Right. It's like, oh, thank you very much. Now drive through. Right. For heaven's sakes. Right. You know. Well, Jim, thank you. I think we're all on the same page with this, but but it's it's concerning, and we'll keep an eye on it. And I and I and I am deeply uh, understanding of the families that would like some compensation for the suffering they've been through. I totally get that. But uh, there's got it. I just hope somebody keeps their eye on the efficiency with which we solve this problem. Because as we turn to more electric vehicles, things like that, all of that, whether or not an electric vehicle leaves a, say, a carbon footprint that is less than a gasoline vehicle is determined by companies like this and the efficiency with which they operate. Otherwise, you might as well just get fire up the coal, fire up the coal plants because that's what's going to happen. Well, we're, you know, I'm expecting, hopefully, at some point, uh, a callback from Michael Picker, who's the president of the commission. We'll put him to the fire and all Great. these questions. Wonderful. We and we'll, get a, we'll get caught up with you. Thanks, Jim. You got it. That is Jim Roop, KBC News reporter. This is Lawrence Vaughn and Dr. Drew. At the top of the hour, we're going to bring the only one and only Mark Garagos in here to talk mm. about his defense of Mike, Mark Avenatti. Uh, our number is 800 Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. It says Mark on my thing, and I thought, that doesn't look right. Mark Garagos, Michael Avenatti. 800-222-5222. It's Lawrence Vaughn and Dr. Drew on Midday Live, Talk Radio 790, KBC. Rob Grill's birthday from the grassroots. Couldn't read my own writing. I almost said Rob Grohl. 
Rob Grill. <laughs> is our phone number. Um, am I getting too cynical about government-run phenomena, um, businesses, and things? Maybe. You're usually so hopeful, so you really took a downturn quickly here. I think that the train gets me so, the train to nowhere, the high-speed so-called train that's not high-speed, uh, gets me all off put, and we we discussed that so much yesterday. I just can't 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 re, can't correct course, right? But okay, I mean that's just no. That is upsetting, and it's a perfect example of when government goes wrong. Yeah, takes our money and throws it into a giant money pit, and we get nothing in return. Yeah. So anyone, and, and I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying that the private sector is is all roses and doesn't have excesses and can't run amok itself. I, I'm just saying in terms of efficiency for a state that has financial issues uh, and homeless people languishing amongst us. I knew I, that I, was going to work its way in here. No, right, of course. But I mean, to me, that's a symbol for how misplaced everything is. And, and I, It's I, a symbol, but Dr. Drew, and uh, n nearly <clears throat> never am I the glass half full gal uh -oh, on this oh, show. Oh, wow. Here we go. But they are making progress with mm -hmm. the homeless situation. They have identified ways to get them off the street. They have identified what they need to do it. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy job, as you know. It's, yes. it's just not. When it takes 14 different visits with one individual just to get them to use a free shower, it's but, not easy to convince them well, here's to get the, off the street. But here's the deal. Um, you were relatively new to this topic when I got my hands on you. You quickly got up to speed with it. And you see some hope here, so I, that makes me feel good. You know what I mean? It's not like you're coming from an unenlightened place. Well, they're you get, changing you... a lot of policy. Look, the biggest hindrance to dealing with the homeless for our for for the chronically homeless for the chronically homeless yeah. for our leaders, our yeah. elected leaders, is the ACLU. Yep. The ACLU has fought these lawsuits that say unless you can house every single person that is on the street right now, yeah, you can't take anyone off the street. Right. Right. And, and no, no, you can't take anybody it, that doesn't want time. to. Yeah. Doesn't want to get off the street. And it's it's all very harmful to humans. And again, but I still blame our leaders for not going on the war path and finding some way to, to I mean, it, it seems to me, maybe I'm terribly unrealistic, but really good leadership would take that on and make it an issue until they got enough people behind it to really correct course and to, you know, see the foolishness of this stuff. But it is getting better. I agree with you on that. Emergency rooms now can begin to treat people. We have resources for that, and we do have places to house them, so I'm feeling better about that. But we still have financial stuff in this state is what I'm saying. 800-222-5222 is our phone number. We're going to talk to the one and only Mark Gergos regarding Michael Avenatti's case. He has enlisted Mark for legal advice amid assault probe. Lawrence Von Doctor, it's Midday Live on Talk Radio 790 KBC. It's time for a little news with Liz Warren.